We love our pets. We love them so that all our pets are best in show. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are taking a look at a book that is taking a look at another book that is taking a look at a concept that we've already explored in this show a couple of times, and that concept is pet shows. And the book we're taking a look back at is Pet Show, and the book we're taking a look at this week separate from Pet Show, is the Berenstain Bears' really big pet show, a book that expands upon the Berenstain Bears' pet show in such a way that it actually kind of diminishes the impact of the original book, Pet Show, by making it a really big pet show that's almost smaller than the sum of its parts. Uh, 1993 was when Pet Show first appeared. It was republished later on uh, as like a a different publishing company reprinted it. I, I remember in the episode where I covered this, and this was like ba- way back in like episode 94, I think, uh, I was confused as to the company that had, that had reprinted Pet Show. It appeared as a as a Cub Club Look Ma I'm Reading book, but then it appeared later on as just sort of a standalone a hardback reader with no real changes made to it. I was a little befuddled by it. The story remained the same. Pictures were all the same. Uh, and this book, The Berenstain Bear's Really Big Pet Show, it takes that concept makes it into a storybook. The original book was an I can read book and it was written very simply, it was written in rhyme. And by expanding it and by making the story a little more involved, it actually, I don't know, there's something that's a little not as not as fun about, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So this is this is the really big pet show. It's 2008 and it is credited to Jan and Mike Berenstain. It's a little more involved with Honey. It's a bit of a bigger player in this one. And, but it has the same essential structure, same essential characters and same basic ending as Pet Show. If you remember Pet Show, uh, there was a pet show. Sister wanted to bring her fish. Brother wanted, named Swift. Brother wanted to bring his pet, which is a little bird named Little Bird Blue, who was a blue uh, parakeet who could imitate any sound. And Brother thought that was rad. So they enter Swish and they enter Blue in the pet show. Uh, Cousin Fred's there. Uh, 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 he He has the dog Snuff, who we all know. Lizzie Bruin brings her cat. There's all kinds of dogs. There's all kinds of cats. A bear from town brings a skunk that's been deodorized. Squire Grizzly shows up, which was unusual because we don't tend to think of him as a regular storybook character. Squire Grizzly shows up with his horse. There's a bunch of judges going around. There's a there's a uh, a kid named Barry Bear, not Barry Bruin, but Barry Bear brings a flea. Uh, and then, of course, as happens in any children's book in which there is any kind of pet show, each pet wins an award uh, that is specifically made for their pet. And Little Bear, Little Bird Blue ends up winning Cleverest Bird and Swish wins Best Figure Eight. So that's that's the Berenstain Bears Pet Show. Just a simple book. How do they expand it for the storybook line? Uh, so this is Harper Festival, the division of Harper Collins. This is one of the, the eight by eight books. It looks to be, I can't tell who illustrated it. Uh, maybe Mike did a bulk of uh, the work. Uh, the, the bears look a little taller, but it could be Jan. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to guess anymore. We've got a wonderful title page spread with uh, bears from all over Beartown uh, posing with their animals as they as they march towards the really big bear show. But with the book, 
what this is. It gives us a rundown of all the bear family's pets. So we've got their goldfish, Goldie, who they, oh, they got their goldfish, Swish, who they mentioned they got after Goldie died because, and they keep emphasizing this, goldfish usually don't last very long, which is a very cynical way of looking at a pet, I think. But, you know, good on you, bears, for, you know, letting us sit a little in the fact that goldfish tend to not very live, live very long in captivity, even though goldfish can live very long in the wild and get very big. Uh, they just tend to not thrive in captivity. Not the best pets. Owning a goldfish isn't the kindest thing you can do. So they have their cat, Gracie, who we haven't seen in a while. They have their dog, Little Lady, who we haven't seen in a while, but they love to go to the Bear Country Pet Store, which is looks like one of those pet stores you would see in a mall that kind of like was like what a puppy mill would feed into. There's pets in the window, which is kind of weird, but it could be like, you know, a chain store, I guess, that maybe has adoption days, but there are definitely puppies in these windows. So they like to look at the puppies behind glass. They like to hold and play with the kitties. This looks very stressful for the animals, by the way. If if you can't get from a breeder, you know, get a rescue animal if you can afford it. Like there's there's better ways to buy animals than like this. I know most of these kind of places don't exist anymore. I know that like PetSmart has like, their adoption days for animals. I don't really know the ethics behind those, but if they're on the level, then get from those if they're real adoption days. But, you know, don't buy from these places that have like puppy mills and I don't know, are there kitten mills? I'm not sure. Any case. The thing is that 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 honey bear likes to go look at the birds because she can say tweet and the birds say tweet. She says chirp and the birds say chirp. Sometimes, though, she says bird. And all of a sudden, one day, one of the birds says bird back at her. And it's a blue bird that looks just like little bird blue. Only they, what happens is it's a parakeet. And so honey says keats at it because she's trying to say parakeet. The bird says keats, keats, keats back at her. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Keats, keats. Keats, Keats, Keats. Uh, they decided to name the bird Keats, not after the poet, but you know, whatever. Name the bird Keats, they bring it home, and they take care of it. Uh, they have to give him bird seed every day. They have to clean out his cage, which is shown with a picture of uh, a sister bear holding a bag full of something that is apparently very foul. And this is just sort of bringing us again back to the theme of sister bear somehow always being involved in things that poop. If poop is involved, sister bear is on the scene. Like, I don't understand it, but like sister bear has to clean up poop all the time she's she's our poop bear she has a, a poop association we love to associate sister with poop uh and then they have to let keats the bird out to fly around every once in a while he likes to land and pop his hair ha 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 it's very fun sometimes they give him a special treat in his cage piece of fruit it's all very sweet. Uh, you sort of get to learn a little bit about this bird. Now, Mama is the, we find out in this book, is the chair of the Beartown Festival Committee. And the Beartown Festival is, as it says, it's a street fair that gets held every year in Beartown Square. Very fun. Uh, I don't know if if you place where you grew up had like civic festivals, civic fair. I've, obviously, I live in uh, Minneapolis now. The Twin Cities has their, you know, the state fair is a big thing every year. But there's all kinds of street festivals. And I mean, not now. It's If you're listening to this in the future, it's COVID still. So there's not many street festivals or fairs going on. And if there are right now, please don't go to them. But we usually have all kinds of street fairs and festivals throughout the year. In Barrytown, they have the Barrytown Festival. I guess it happens once a year. It's a big deal. And Mama's looking for fun stuff for cubs to do, and she decides that a pet show would be uh, a good idea because Papa says, you know what? It's getting to be a regular pet show around here. And that gives Mama the idea. So they're going to have a pet show at the Barrytown Festival, and they're going to enter all of their pets. So uh, the, the other day comes, they give Little Lady and Gracie their baths. Uh, they put some new fun toys into Swish's bowl, a little, draw, a little castle with a drawbridge. Uh, they line Keats's birdcage with Sunday comics, and they head out now. And now 
In the Berenstain Bears Pet Show, the original book, when we see all the bears arriving, and that's, you know, that happens pretty early on. Uh, we just sort of see bears sauntering up the sidewalk. There's like, we see Cousin Fred, and uh, that's it. We mostly just see Cousin Fred and Lizzie. Uh, here we see all kinds of bears. Uh, we see Fred pulling a goat. We see, it looks like Lizzie chasing after a bunch of ducks and ducklings. We see one of, it's not one of, it's not Svinny or or Scuzz or Smirk, but it is a bear wearing a whoopee cat, but, a cap, but that has a, raccoon on a, a leash we see a bear with a giant uh great dane we see someone who looks like queenie but we'll find out later is not queenie uh holding a chihuahua it says there's all kinds of dogs big dogs and little dogs shaggy dogs and fancy dogs barky dogs and shy dogs which is similar to the what happened in the pet show where we saw dashy scotties yorkies poodles hunting dogs dogs with spots dogs with lots and lots of spots uh we also meet uh, a bunch of cats long-haired and scruffy cats cats with kittens cats with mittens I, I, I guess it's cats we think of these as cats with sock feet but cats with mittens cats who purred and cats who hissed we also see bunnies hamsters guinea pigs gerbils and mice and we get to see some great baron stain illustrations of bunnies hamsters guinea pigs gerbils and mice i think it's pretty cool to see these animals drawn in baron stain style not anthropomorphized just as as these animals it's 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 really neat Neat illustration. Uh, different from the original pet show is that there's not a team of judges wearing uh, what appears to be uh, uh, umpire outfits. Uh, the only judge in this pet show is uh, Mayor Honeypot. Mayor Horace J. Honeypot shows up, not with any malapropisms, not screwing his words up. He's just he's just the mayor. He's wearing a suit and a little derby, and he's there judging the animals. We also see a bunch of birds, by the way, and they're like, yeah, uh, Keats isn't the only bird here. It isn't the only awesome looking bird here either. Tootal shows up with a pet garter snake Slither. Barry Bruin has a pet skunk. And here's where we get another similarity to the original book. Uh, in the original book, it was just a rando bear. But in this book, it's Barry Bruin, uh, who says, nope, don't worry. He's deodorized. Same thing that happens. And instead of Squire Grizzly showing up with his horse, uh, we get Queenie McBear showing up with her pony. Uh, so, you know, everyone was like, we're jealous of Queenie having a pony, but then she gives them all rides and it's all cool, like water under the bridge. No worries. So we get a nice little like representation of, of Queenie McBear here. She's rich or richer or privileged or something. I don't really know what they're kind of saying about her, but she's not uncool. She does let people share in her bounty as a bear with a horse. Uh, so Horace J. Honeypot is judging the animals he's looking at the raccoons he's looking at the fish he's looking at the birds everyone's getting worried uh then he gets to keats and honey bear takes keats out of the cage seems a little not smart they're outside after all holds up uh holds up keats and the mayor says what's your name my name is mayor honeypot and keats says honey 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 and the mayor says what a clever little bird makes a note in his clipboard and the mayor gets onto the stage and is like it was too hard to decide who was the winner of this year's pet show so everyone gets a prize which you know i said it at the beginning i said it at the top this is how if you look even like back to ezra jack wait a minute hold on hold on if i'm not mistaken needs wait a minute pet show Pet show, wait a minute, okay, this is all tying together. Ezra Jack Keats, Ezra Jack Keats, uh, known to most people as like the author of The Snowy Day and Goggles, uh, wrote a book called Pet Show. And Pet Show is another book about Peter and his friends who live on, you know, who live in the city. Pet Show is about 
The kids in the neighborhood have a pet show. They bring their pets, and every pet in the end gets an award. This book, The Berenstain Bears' really big pet show, has the same exact plot and features a bird named Keats. I think I see the tie in here. The Berenstain Bears' really big pet show is a sort of tribute to Ezra Jack Keats's book, Pet Show, which has the plot that every book about, uh, I said, I, mean, I keep saying it, but every, any, if you have a kid's book about kids having a pet show, every pet's going to win an award at the end. That's, that's it. And it's going to be very highly specific and seems to like be something that would have taken the judges just a really long time to do. I think there was something even like that in like a Henry Huggins book. I think that Ribsy won an award, like there was a pet show and like all the pets won awards at the end. In any case, there are ribbons for the biggest pet, which goes to a cow, which seems like an unfair thing to bring to a pet show. Smallest pet, which goes to one of the mice. Uh, fanciest cat, cutest kitten. Shaggiest dog and scratchiest dog. Uh, Barry Bruin skunk gets a ribbon for most unusual pet. Now, in the original pet show, the skunk does win an award, but for sweetest smelling. Uh, too tall grizzly snake gets quietest pet, which, I mean, I guess that's true. Uh... Little Lady gets a ribbon for best collar and Gracie for biggest bow, which isn't really a judgment on the pet and doesn't say anything about the pet. And if I was a pet owner and my pet won something for something that I had put on them, I'd be a little offended. Uh, but Keats gets the ribbon as in the original Pet Show book. Keats gets the ribbon, although he's named Keats and not named Little Bird Blue, he gets the ribbon for cleverest bird. Uh, now in the original book, Little Bird Blue doesn't say the judge's name or anyone's name. Uh, but in the original, Little Bird Blue can make any kind of onomatopoeic sound. Uh, the creaking of a door, the squeaking of a floor, the clacking of a typewriter, the quacking of a toy duck. That makes Keats extra, or Little Bird Blue extra cle clever with his creaks and squeaks, his clacks and quacks. And then Swish wins best figure eight. In, in, in the, this book, Swish wins best behaved, which, okay, fine, whatever. Now, but that's not the end of the book. Uh, the end of the, because in the, don't forget, in the original pet show, Swish was kind of the focus. I mean, Little Bird Blue was also, but Swish got a lot of, got a lot of props for like being a, a fish, I guess. Um, what happens though is at the end, Sister's like, we always thought Keats was clever, and now we have a ribbon to prove he's the cleverest bird in bear country. And Mayor Honeypot's like, whoa, 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 she's the cleverest bird because Keats lays an egg. And sister's like, where'd that come from? And Papa's like, I guess Keats laid the egg. And brother's like, gulp, Keats is a girl. And sister's like, I guess that's why she's so clever, hardy har har, which I guess that's, you know, what you know, one upon you. A guest of the show, Shannon Camp, would be happy that we get some major uh sister bear sass in this book. But here's what I here's where the book goes off the rails. It goes completely bonkers. Keats doesn't sound like a girl's name. This is Brother Bear. Maybe we should change it to Keatsy. How about Cutesy, suggested sister. Perfect, agreed brother. Our clever little parakeet, Cutesy. And then Honey Bear is like Cutesy, and then Cutesy, the cleverest bird, says Cutesy, Cutesy, Cutesy. But I'm like, wait a minute. On what planet is Keats too, I don't know, masculine a name for a pet bird who happens to be a egg layer? Uh, at what point do you have to be like, ah, we can't call this, we can't call this bird Keats. It's a girl. We got to change. It's still short for parakeet. Like it's still short for, like it's still a parakeet bird. I just, I don't understand. Like it didn't, you didn't have to change, you didn't have to change the name, I guess is the, is the point. Like you could have just kept calling the bird Keats. It's still Keats. The bird is still Keats. 
Now, one thing I skipped over, I didn't mention the fact that they bring up several, I, I mentioned at the top, but they do bring up several times that that goldfish are essentially disposable pets, which is kind of a bad, it, goldfish aren't disposable pets, they're still living creatures. If you have a goldfish, please take your best, please take the best care you possibly can of this goldfish. Like, don't treat it like a pet that's going to die, treat it with uh, care and, and dignity. It's, it's a living creature. It's a living, I had a gold, we got a goldfish at work once, it lasted two days, and I felt bad for like a year after that, because we did not obviously treat this fish properly. I just can't stand the thought that an animal might not be happy and be unhappy in whatever its condition. If you have a goldfish, don't treat it like it's a disposable. It's a real pet. It's a real pet. It's a real pet. It's a real pet. That's me going off about goldfish. Um, now, I said at the top that this book seems like less than the sum of its parts. Like Even though it's much longer and expands on the story a lot from Pet Show, it, it kind of there's something that's a little less about it. And I think in expanding it, you bring you you draw your attention away from the the selling point of the original book, which is the pet show, which is the fun of seeing all these pets. You definitely get that, but it's so front loaded with the history of the bear's pets and going to the pet shop and getting the bird and meeting the bird and naming the bird that by the time you get to the pet show, you're you're halfway done with the book and I just I feel like it could have been a little weighted more into uh, celebrating the joy of this this fun pet show. We get to see some of these cool animals as drawn Berenstain style, and I I want more of that. I don't need to go to the pet. I don't need to know how they got Keats. I don't need to know that Honey named him. I just I want to just get to the action. It's a really big pet show. So we end up with a book that that has that has diminished itself by expanding on itself. That is less for being more. That is still though. Cutely illustrated. This is a nice book. Uh, I, I got it new, and it's you know freely in print. Uh, the cover has the cubs holding up their pets and Honeypot judging them. This is a very different Horace J. Honeypot, by the way. Uh, the Horace J. Honeypot from the the novels would never have have like been the judge of the local pet show. He would have been like, oh, that's that's a little less. That's a little less than I'm. That's a little, yeah. That is outside my range of duties. I don't need to do that. And he'd make some hilarious malapropism and stumble over his words, and we'd all laugh. Uh, the poem at the beginning, we love our pets, we love them so poem, uh, surrounded by a little like a bunch of the different animals from throughout the books. It's very lovely. Again, I mentioned the splash page with uh, all of our main characters and uh, their pets. It's beautiful. It's nicely. It's nicely rendered. This is a. This is a. This is a really nice looking book. I really like the colors. I really like the layout. We get some nice shots inside the bear's house. The shots inside the the pet store are uh, wonderful. Uh, the way the animals are drawn is nice. This is a fun book. Again, it's, it's not. It's not as satisfying as Pet Show, but I'm not going to fault it for that. We, you know what? What is? Uh, and I also have to mention once again that. We know that the Berenstain Bears lived in a world of sentient animals once upon a time, and now they don't. That's just, that's that's the long and short of it. When I re when I reviewed Pet Show, and I went back and I re-listened to Pet Show uh, before I recorded this, and I was really harsh and negative on that. I don't know what my problem was. So if you've been going through these episodes again, I don't know if anyone's ever done that. But if anyone listens to that episode, uh, I was pretty snarky. I was pretty sarcastic. And I try not to be too snarky or sarcastic, but I was pretty hard on it. Pet Show's a fine book. The poems, the poetry isn't, it's not... It's not, it's not Keats, the poet. It's not Keats. It's just simple book for simple readers. And, uh, and again, I think it's weird that they renamed the bird cutesy. That seems a little heavy handed. Uh, but at the end, there's another one of our favorite mazes. Help cutesy find her way home. And cutesy has to get from the start of the maze to the treehouse at the end. Again, this, this maze can be solved not even by 
trying just by glancing at it you're like there's the path home like it's so simple like oh i see how you get home like you don't even have to follow your finger or even follow the path with your eyes you can just be like no i see the path it's not really a maze it's just a path home and then there are some things happening around it also the things that are blocking your way are like mayor honeypot uh their dog sister bear Queenie McBear on her horse. Like, the bird can fly. It can fly over a person on a horse or a bowl of fish. It does, it's not going to have any problem getting home. Uh, but that's the Berenstain Bears' really big pet show. I started recording this first, and the, the uh, originally I was doing an Ed Sullivan impression. I started off by going, oh, it's the really big, really, really, I can't do it. I'm not even going to try to do it. Uh, it's, it's a terrible intro. I was like, a really big pet show, really, really big pet show. But then I realized I was going to have to explain who Ed Sullivan was to anyone who doesn't know, and the fact that I'm a, ter- that's a terrible impression, and then also the fact that it's a really bad joke, like... Ed Sullivan impressions were probably funny back when Ed Sullivan had a TV show, and then it became like kind of your example of like a hack impression. Like you would do an Ed Sullivan impression because it's a bad, like a it's a it's a hack thing to do for a comedian to do, and so I decided not to do it. So uh, thank you, lucky stars. You didn't have to listen to that. Uh, otherwise, that's the Realty Bears Really Big Pet Show. I buy it. It's fun. Add it to your collection. It's it's available uh, from uh, your favorite bookseller. If you have to order it, order it. It's it's a nice it's a nice addition. Good on you. I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's colorful. It's, it's cute. It's got a nice glossy cover, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being part of this show, this really big show. You can find me at BerenstainBearCast.org. You can find me on Twitter at BStainBearCast. You can find me on my own personal Twitter at P. Corey Gonzalez. I just got to warn you that I don't talk about the Berenstain Bear as much on it. Uh, so if you're listening to the show and you want to find out a little bit more about me, do that. You can also listen to my other podcast. It's Del Toro time that I do with my uh, daughter Willow or pizza toast that I do with Christy Admiral. If you want to hear me talk about uh, the babysitters club. So, and if you want to listen to me talk about Beverly Cleary, you can listen to old episodes of click it cast, which no longer is being made, but I do with John McCoy. Anyway, thank you so much. And I'll see you all next time deep in bear country. No.